What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 161 of this podcast and in case you missed yesterday's episode make sure that you listen to it it's the 8th episode of basics with care i think this is probably uh, the first time in 3 months that i've done this episode a uh, basics with care episode but i've made sure to include most of the relevant details that i could find and it's quite an in-depth one it's 37 minutes or 38 minutes or something and it covers everything you would possibly want to know about whether this is a bottom or not if you of course have further questions you can always shoot them at me uh but that's what i've done so make sure that you listen to that if it's something that interests you and because it's a basics with kr1 it's going to be a very uh, attempted dumbed down version of it so i've tried to uh not talk about a lot of technical things but anyway as far as this episode is concerned make sure that you are listening to it at a speed you are comfortable at i personally prefer 2x but 1.5x is probably good as well and let us discuss how the markets moved on friday and how they might move tomorrow All right so starting off with the market snapshot and I'll apologize in advance because I'm recording this around 3 days after the markets had closed so a lot of these observations that I might have had on Friday might not be there today so I do apologize for that and you might obviously notice a certain uh, you know uh disconnect or out of sync uh which is common when I record episodes after a long time But I hope you can uh, overlook that. Anyway, though, we are looking at Nifty closing at 8,083. It is down 170 points or 2%. And uh, the market cap of the exchange-wide snapshot this time looks interestingly positive. It's not. It's it's it's. I think the most we've seen uh, it so far in these three months or so, possibly. and uh, we are looking at a net sellers day to day fi's selling to the tune of 1960 crores di is buying to the tune of 220 crores that's a solid number for the fi's and the di's clearly did not buy that much uh the advances to declines ratio while positive is not that good it's 944 gainers and 77 losers so not not bad but not good at all just 37 more gainers than the losers which is not that much 119 unchanged bringing the ad ratio to 1.08 so as i said it's it's not the best ratio we've seen but it's far from the worst as far as the broad market indices are concerned we are looking at small caps which performed possibly the worst especially uh you know small cap 50 the top 50 small caps i'm assuming is the uh you know methodology behind the nifty small cap 50 they performed the worst followed by uh nifty 50s of the standard index followed by a few others mid caps performed reasonably all right you know they were not too bad not too good somewhere in the middle 
and as far as the sectoral indices are concerned we saw pharma doing insanely well it's up 4.77 percent and that's a very strong number we saw fmcg doing well as well and uh, the worst performer for the day was private bank followed by financial services and of course nifty bank which is also quite a strong decline as we will learn more in the next segment but on the face of it looks like financial services and banking in general was not the best performer for the day and realty interestingly is flat i don't know why that is because clearly realty is possibly one of the most uh, you know impacted industries that's going to be there uh, but that's what we are seeing here as far as the fixed income indices are concerned they are flat to negative nothing really uh, you know noteworthy or remarkable here as far as the 52 week highs and lows are concerned we are looking at once again ruchi soya on this list power india is here as well and an icici gold etf which makes its uh, cut to the 52 week high again this is only securities which are above 20 rupees the ones below they are mostly penny stocks so what happens is that they just move so much that on one day it might make a new high on the next day it might make a new low so there's no point in considering those because they are just so uh, volatile on the 52 week low front we are looking at some very well known stocks abfrl saudatya birla fashion and retail limited we are looking at uh, Asian tiles as well. We're looking at Ashoka as well, and uh, Bajaj Electricals, Bharat Forge. So some very very well known names here. Aisha Motors here as well. So some some very popular stocks in the losers list. Just 127 losers. So not a lot, but still it's a significant number. As far as the larger deals are concerned, on uh, what what date was it? It was third third, right? So we are looking at. A few uh, lesser known stocks being on this list uh, Simplex Infra and Ibel in something, 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 integer services or something like that. But that is on this list. And as far as the block deals are concerned, we are looking at the same, um, you know, investments that Mr. Damani had made in several companies that we covered earlier. Short sellers, also nothing new to talk about. The real kicker here is going to be the oil prices and uh, they've obviously changed a lot. A lot of people have said that uh, President of the United States, Donald Trump, has been doing some very funny business with his tweets about the oil prices recovering and him talking to the Saudi officials and such. While shady, looks like the prices really have shot up from there. Of course, they are down right now, minus 4.52 for WTI. And minus 2.7 for Brent, but still all things considered, they are much higher than what they were not too long ago. So we can possibly give Mr. Trump that, POTUS that. So uh, that's something to consider. And uh, now coming to the Forex segment, which is what uh, I feel is very important to talk about here. Because on 31st March, which is uh, when we had spoken about um, you know, a gap being there, that gap has clearly been filled and I, I believe we would have spoken about it as well that you know we had said that 7590 is where it might open at and it did really open right around 7590 jumped that gap completely from there it took resistance approximately at a previous change in polarity and from there it, it pretty much retraced very strongly 
I think uh, just eyeballing it, it looks like more of a, you know, 70-ish percent retracement. And from there, it took a massive, uh, massive support. And it was all green that day. So that day was 3rd of April. So on Friday, a very strong uh, positive sentiment overall by the markets, which is a very good thing. But, you know, that, that negative spurt was still present. So that's what we are seeing on the forex front as far as the global indices are concerned which is what will really possibly dictate where the prices are moving tomorrow most of them are in the green so we're looking at nasdaq being in the positive FTSE being positive cac cse being positive dax being positive sgx nifty is flat but it's still at 8324 which is like 300 points away from where we are right now neca is positive and and just a lot of more positive stocks here, uh, indices here, not stocks, my bad. Uh, but then again, as we learn in the next segment, uh, this is possibly not the most accurate measure right now for us. So let's let's jump right into that. So the reason why I feel that these global indices are not the best measure for the Indian markets right now for tomorrow is that since uh, 1st of April, which is uh, not 1st of April, since 3rd of April, which is when the last trading day was, we have seen a crazy number of changes. We have seen, uh, you know, obviously the number of cases skyrocketing. We have seen the dynamics of uh, pharma changing because hydroxychloroquine, which is, uh, or chloroquine, I don't really don't know how to pronounce it, but hydroxychloroquine, is uh, you know in abundant supply here in India and the export of that has been banned. Uh, meanwhile, obviously, POTUS President Trump has been requesting Prime Minister Modi to uh, you know send some his way, and I, I recall a few other countries are also after our hydroxychloroquine supplies. But uh, looks like India is not gonna rightfully export it that much at least. So considering that and considering the you know burst and sudden spurt in uh, the cases we are just above 4000 uh, cases active cases are I uh, know we're just about 4000 total cases right now and the death toll is 111 last I checked so that is that is just far far more than what it was on Friday as a result I think that there might be a reactionary movement to that and uh, as a result, there is a chance that we see more of a negative move. Perhaps it opens in the green, uh, taking cues from, you know, the global indices. But then there is a chance, I feel, that it might be a negative day purely based on these things. Again, it is entirely possible that we see a positive day tomorrow as well. Uh, but, you know, my view is more bearish purely for this reason. And uh, again, I don't have any trades, active trades at the moment because it is very easy for the market to just prove you wrong instantly as a result i'd rather just see what happens and react to that uh, which is why me saying I'm, I'm more bearish on the index is not really the most accurate measure because i don't have money in the markets right now so just because my view is bearish doesn't mean that uh, uh, you know the market might go down tomorrow it just means that the possibility is more towards uh, towards a negative day in my opinion now, as far as the intraday chart of Nifty is concerned, we are looking at a very mixed day. Uh, I would not call it too bearish personally because 
it wasn't like you know overly negative we did see more than a handful of attempts being made more than a handful of recoveries being made uh, but then that 50 moving average on the 10 minute chart which is too much and the 60 rsi so all of that sort of clubbed in together and we saw it uh, you know obviously taking some amount of resistance from the previous close as well it really did not want to come within uh, you know 30 40 points of the previous close so that's something that we saw and on friday of course we saw quite a significant gap up but then that gap was instantly filled in more than you know twice of the gap amount so we we pretty much saw a massive uh, you know first candle literally the first uh, 5 minutes or so and from there we saw obviously the price was down but then we did see a handful of attempts which is why i'm saying that it wasn't as bearish as one may think on the daily chart uh, what we see is once again the 13 moving average is giving the market some uh, resistance a fair amount of resistance and it is once again on the line so previously when the market had taken support i had said that it's at 50 percent uh, fib retracement at 8275 and i'll give you the date as well it was 30th of march and right now it's at 61.8 percent fib level at uh, 8095 is the fib level so just below that fib level is where the current price is at it's resting right around there so there's a chance that it might take support from that level if it does not then i am personally looking at more of an 8050 support uh, but then it, it all really depends these narrow margins are not really working that well so for all we know it might just take 7900 as a support or it might not take supports at all so be very cautious when you are dealing with such a market as far as uh, I, I, I notice I've been seeing a lot of as far as this in this episode. I don't know if that's just this episode or the episodes in general, but this is a very weird observation and I'm very uh, conscious of that now. But as far as <laughs> uh, Bank Nifty is concerned, it is at 17,249. It's down 959 points or 5.27%. And I think Bank Nifty is the one which really took a massive beating and uh you know i remember it being not that bad initially and uh, in fact i can see that it was far more positive and bullish than nifty initially but then after that around uh, around 1 40 pm or so it really just sort of gave up and then we saw a massive uh, you know massive plummet in the stock price in the index price not the stock price but that is what we are seeing right now I feel there is still potential for a 17k retest possibly uh, but then again you know a lot of it depends on other factors right now so on on the daily chart we are looking at it breaching that fib level and it's actually well past that fib level right now possibly the very first support that it has is 17090 and the next one being 16890 or so so right around that 17k retest level so that's going to be my very first uh, you know very first level on the crosshairs for uh, bank nifty if it decides to go down if it just goes up if it opens on a gap up then obviously 18158 is going to be the very first resistance that we are seeing is as far as the fib is concerned once again as far as and uh, 17725 is 
uh, another resistance if we speak about uh, you know the candles and such so if we speak about the opens and the highs and the closes then 17 725 to 17 900 or so is the approximate range that i would be looking at for bank nifty so that's my view on the indices and if you want literally a 38 minute view on the indices and the market in general make sure you listen to the previous episode because that is where I've gone super in depth into that. It's probably more uh, boring than this one because, you know, it's just the same thing being spoken about because it's obviously meant for a completely different set of people. Uh, but you can always check that out as well. And let me know at Markets with KR on Twitter and at Indian Markets with KR on Instagram. You can always let me know what you feel about the episodes. I don't bite, I don't shout, I don't do anything. Uh, my feedback, you know, feedback is always appreciated. So that, and now let's move to my trades. So my trade for the day was purely in equity. And the reason why I did that is because, as I've said multiple times at this point, uh, index options and such and futures, I just don't have the margin for index options are extremely expensive and i just i just cannot justify uh, you know putting in that much at this point which is why i did not trade them so right now i'm more so focusing on equity and so far it's not doing too bad so hdfc bank was my first and only trade for the day and uh, it was a reasonable roi i think one percent or 0.6 percent or something so around that ballpark so in terms of roi not that much in terms of you know absolute amount not that much but still you know comparable to around a 20 to 40 percent roi that i typically see on an option so all, all things considered not too bad at all now on on hdfc banks chart i'm just looking at it right now to help you with the entry and exit points that i that i took and I basically entered right approximately at 9.50, uh, you know, 9.50 a.m. or so. And this is because it had taken a support and uh, I, I bought the position into that. I added when, uh, you know, it was doing fairly well when it was trading above the then tick average, the then volume weighted adjusted price. And once it crossed that, once it appeared that it was clear from the resistances, I was like, all right, time to add. And then uh, I waited for a bit. It did not perform as well as I thought it would, I'll admit. But then I was getting a, an okay-ish return. It was taking some support from the, the tick average, but it, you know, resistance at the previous close was very apparent. So I exited it without a hitch without you know hesitation at all and then i was happy i enjoyed the profits and lo and behold five ten minutes later we saw the prices going down 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 so it i probably exited it at around 831 or so uh you know hdfc bank price 831 and then right now the closing prices as is at 813 so clearly i would have lost quite a lot of money around 18 points if i had uh, you know waited for it to just just turn up even more if i would have waited for it to take support and break break the uh, break god damn it breach break the previous close so th that is what i was saying you know sometimes it's better to be greedy with your profits in the sense that you just take your profits and then you enjoy them 
then you don't really think about what would happen if I get double this profit or triple this profit. You, you're just living in a utopian world. You're, you're being like that Sheikh Chili poem which is there. So it's better to just enjoy whatever you're getting. Sure, it might go up. Sure, it might go down. As much as you can distance yourself from the negative emotions and from the stress of it, the better it's going to be for you longer term. So that's my take. That's my uh, lesson for the day that just step out of indices if they are too volatile for you. Oh, by the way, India VIX is going down. I think during uh, the course of the day, it was below 50. It has closed at 55, which is a crazy low number right now. And it's possibly because the volatility has gone down, but because it's just consistently going down or something. So, you know, market in general is not volatile because it's very one directional as of now, you know, bearish. So anyway, what I was trying to say is that you really need to understand that when your options are not working, when your trades are not working, when your trading style is not working, and accordingly, you need to make adjustments because that is what will help you with so much of, you know, mental trouble and mental trauma that this can cause. Uh, you know, I know for a fact that I was quite disappointed in myself and in my trades at one point of time when just nothing was working out and then I sort of... Uh, you know, reluctantly switched over to equity. Of course, it's just been two days, so it can it can go bad. No doubt about that. I'm not saying that this is the best thing that's ever happened, but then based on how it's how the movements have been so far, it's less volatile and it's more digestible for someone like me who's not trading with a lot of capital, and who overall is not too uh, fond of a lot of risk and red PNL. Amount. So if that's some someone uh, like you, then you could possibly look at something like this. So that's it from my side in this episode. And uh, happy trading tomorrow. See you in the next one. Hope you found this helpful and informative. That's it from my side.